I wonder if Johnny Sin says DTE. He must. He must. That thing must be held together with a piece of string. I don't know. They say home is where the heart is, so I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Welcome to episode 24 of Doubly Negative. As Kyle said before we started recording, this is the Jack Bauer episode, which I thought was pretty funny. But I messed up the intro. Leave it in. <laughs> as always, I'm Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? I'm um, not as good as Jack Bauer, but um, I'm okay. I don't know. I feel like in that show, Jack Bauer is never really not stressed. So maybe you're doing a little better. Yeah, you know what? As soon as I said that, I said, that's yeah, that's not a great description. Jack Bauer is never good, almost. He's always a great man and a great patriot and a great hero, but he's not feeling particularly good usually. But that, that's got to mean something, though. Like, you know, if you're, like, that stressed all the time, but, like, you're just, like, that badass of a person, maybe it balances out. Maybe. Well, I, I see him almost as a modern-day Jesus Christ. He's sacrificing himself for the nation. Yeah, and he gets all this shit done in 24 hours. And like you said before we started recording. More than Jesus ever did. Hey, I don't want to offend anyone, but yeah. <laughs> Howard did more than Jesus. <laughs> he did. Um, but like you said, I mean, he's he's the only man that we know can get addicted to heroin and, and kick it within 24 hours. It's really a feat. Yep. Yep. So that's, that's how I'm doing. How are you doing, Chris? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I just got back from my yep. trip today and it was a lot of fun. It was the first vacation my wife and I had went on by ourselves. And I don't think I want a vacation with anyone else other than her ever again. Oh, like you. Well, I mean like obviously boys trips, whatever that's cool. But I mean, as far as like, all right, we're a couple, we're going to go with this couple. Fuck that. Oh, okay. I took it as like a sweet way, but now I see that there's an, an, there's a negative here. There's a criticism. Oh, no, no criticism. It was just so nice for us to wake up and say, oh, we're going to do this today and not have to check in with someone else and say, what do you want to do for food? What do you guys want to do today? It was just a let's do what we want to do. And it was amazing. Oh, I got double whammy. Okay, so there, I, I thought you went with a couple for, for a second there, but now I'm seeing you went by yourself and you had a good time. No, I just put you in a mental pretzel. Yeah, I, I just woke up too. Sorry about that. That's all right. You're tired. I'm uh, tired from traveling, so this is going to be a sleepy yep. episode 24. It sounds great for the listeners already, right? Yeah, I know. On the edge of their seats. Um, but no, yeah, it was awesome. We um, did a lot of stuff. We went to a Disney park. I went on my first roller coaster ever. That was stressful. Which one? Um, I went on two in Magic Kingdom. One of them was Space Mountain. Ah, the classic. And that one's completely in the dark. And although the internet says the first one I went on was slower, this one was a million times scarier, and it felt a million times faster. Dude, uh, I went on that like 20 years ago. I don't know how long that fucking roller coaster has been up, but I hope they've repaired it in that time. This is seriously a really old roller coaster, and uh, but, but it's also kind of a pussy roller coaster, so I'm calling you a pussy right now because it's no big deal. I was fucking stressed. I was stressed. I don't know. I posted the picture on my Instagram, but my eyes were wide. I was – it was not a pussy roller coaster, okay? You're in the dark, one. You don't know when the twists and turns are coming. You stop it. It is. It was one of my first ones. I'm working my way up. <sighs> All right, well, hold on a second. You went to the Magic Kingdom, and that is known for being, like, kind of the, the, the big theme one. It's a fun one. You know, the kids love that one. But there's, I think, if I remember correctly, I think Epcot was the one with the biggest roller coasters. Did you go to Epcot? No, we only went to one park. The parks are so expensive. For that one-day pass for me and my wife, 
How much? I think it was like 60 bucks when I went. Oh, no. It yeah. was $300 for us to get in there. Holy shit, dude. Inflation. Wow. For sure it wasn't that much when I was a kid. Yeah. So we were like, we're going to do one park. Okay. We're not going to do a tour of Disney. But we went to like a Red Sox game because they were playing in bucks. Tampa. Yeah. It was nuts. Were there a lot of people? An overwhelming amount of people. There was so many fucking people there. And the Red Sox game. See, that's what I remember, too. So, uh, I know you want to get to that, but I just – another small note about the theme parks. I remember we would get the, 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 the park pass and then the fast pass or whatever the fuck it's called so you can get on the rides quicker. But that must be an astronomical amount. Did you even see how much that costs these days? Well, they don't do it because of COVID, which is uh, so funny. You can't do the fast pass with COVID or I don't know. So you wait in lines longer with more people. Yep. So I don't know if this is true or not. Someone told me they weren't doing it because of COVID. And then I was told you need to get a multiple day pass in order to get a fast pass. So I don't know. Either way. So the COVID thing's actually bullshit. That's not real. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently you can only get it in the fast pass lane. Eh, all right. But uh, but yeah, the crowds. So how is that being in, in the crowds? Because most people haven't been in crowds for a long time. Uh, let me tell you. So the first like big crowd we were in was at the Red Sox game in Tampa. And I'll be honest, I was super overwhelmed. And it's not because I'm like terrified of COVID or anything. I just hadn't been in a crowd like that in so long that I was just kind of like freaking out a bit. Like claustrophobic or like being around people. Like, what, what, what was the feeling? Just being around people. It wasn't even like a claustrophobic thing. It was just like I wasn't used to being around that many people. So I was like, I keep saying like a lot. I'm back to my old ways. Um, but I was, I don't know. It just, I had a, a heightened sense of anxiety being around that many people. And let me tell um, you, there were some yeah. animals there. Absolute animals. What do you mean? Are you being racist right now or what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me finish. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> there was. Maybe you um, are. You haven't explained yet. <laughs> oh God, you're an asshole. There was like there was so many people there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know fill some time here so people are hanging on by a thread, seeing if they can you know get me for something. But there was so many people in Florida that were so Florida. Well, that is to be expected, right? Yeah, but like, I, I, it's just, it was just too funny. Like, I was walking through and I hear behind me some guy go, Yeah, well, I'm only here because they're not making us wear a mask. If they made us, if they made us wear a mask, I, I wouldn't come. And then I look and it's some guy wearing an Oakley's cut off t shirt with mm. sunglasses on his head, long black hair, and a goatee. And I went, that's the guy that I expected to say this. That's that's a guy that just loves to be on a riverboat. He just loves to be in the swamp oh, he lo- with a bunch Margaritaville of Margaritaville is his yeah. favorite restaurant. Yeah, he loves Margaritaville. Only on fancy occasions, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll wear a Ron John button-up if he's going to Margaritaville or the Hard Rock Cafe. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. And then, so, so we had great seats. Um, yeah, so we had great seats. We were probably like three rows up from front row. And we're sitting there, and there's no one next to me at first, which is great. Because I'm like, all right, no one's next to me. I'm comfortable. And then I see this large man holding a family-sized portion of nachos. Okay. He's by himself. He starts scooting his way down the aisle. 
And I'm like, oh, okay. Hopefully he's a few seats down from me. Because I have like four seats next to me that are empty. He sits right next to me. And he's eating this family-sized tin of nachos. And uh, let me tell you, he did not bring a napkin for the family-sized tin of nachos. So he's sitting next to me, chewing with his mouth open. That's all I hear. And then after uh, every couple like bites of nachos, I hear him licking his fingers. Licking his fingers. And th- if you know one thing about me, if you need to know one thing about me, you need to know that I hate the sound of people chewing. It makes my blood boil. And then, I mean, to lick your fingers on top of that. I'm not a fan of eating related sounds <sighs> either. Okay, so Michelle is laughing her ass off because she knows how much I hate this. So we're going to fast forward. A l- and then he finishes the whole family-sized portion of nachos, right? So then <laughs> he takes out a water bottle. Oh, he dumps some, man. like probably super sugary beverage into it like the mix starts shaking it and sprays me with water gets me covered in water mind you he's been elbowing me in the back the whole time while eating his nachos (laughs) he takes out a fucking napkin to wipe off the water bottle he didn't he didn't use a napkin one time during the the family-sized portion of nachos he took it out to wipe off the water bottle after and then the tampa bay rays score he slaps hands with someone in the row in yeah. front of him and i just go oh god he's been licking his hands for four innings no that's a that's a visceral story chris you got me cringing a little but, bit yeah it just being in a group of people was overwhelming i i went on a little bit of a rant there i was looking very much forward to talking about that because it was my personal hell oh wow but that um that anxiety you're talking about, I'm I'm actually a little bit of an expert in because I wrote an article for a client a couple weeks ago about exactly that. It was called post COVID anxiety, and it, it's it's explaining that um they did some psychological studies. They they asked a bunch of people if they're anxious about returning to normal normal life after COVID, and uh, a large majority said they're not particularly worried about getting COVID itself, but they're worried about social interactions and. It's just that people haven't been used to being around other strangers. And yeah, a large majority of people feel the same thing you're feeling. Yeah. I would say the hair on my back is standing up, but I shaved it before I went to Florida. Hey, something. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's just so many. There's so much social input. Like if you're just around your family or just a small group of people, there's only a few people that you're because re- when we're around people we're always taking in all the information we're looking at the eyes the the body language and all that and you just when you're in a crowd you're dealing with that times a hundred or a thousand or whatever it is it's just it's just more input and it's too much i guess if you haven't been around it in a long time yeah so i've been going into my office for quite some time and i've been dealing with a small amount of, of people um on a daily basis but going into like an event where there's thousands and thousands of people it was too much for me yeah yeah, and that's what the the article was kind of explaining that, and then it got into the solution, and, and that is the solution. It's just kind of exposure, whatever. If you have any sort of phobia, no matter what it is, like let's say a lot of people are afraid of the ocean. Uh, I think it's like thalassophobia. The only way to get over that is to just expose yourself to the ocean. So it's the same in this sort of thing. You just have to get used to being around more people, and yeah, you know already. Yeah, and it's – I mean – I feel like it's normal for humans to have like a heightened sense of just awareness and alertness when they're in large crowds, when the noises are turned up and like you said, there's more movement. Like it's, it was, it was a lot. And, uh, I don't want to have to deal with this anymore. And I know to get over that, I'm going to have to go to more events. 
but it was way too much in the moment. Yeah, those parks, man, they're 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 awesome, but the crowds are infuriating sometimes. I really like one of my biggest it's not even a fear, but it's like a pet peeve or something. It's just like I hate being I hate feeling like I'm a, like a cattle or a sheep just being herded around. And I always get that feeling in groups. There was um, I hiked a mountain here uh, two years ago uh, in Bali. I know that's not interesting, but we hiked a mountain and it's it's uh, there's only one small path up. So it's not like a free hike. You just kind of go in this line. And if it's if there's not many people there, it'd be really cool. But I was shocked because I went there for sunrise. And there was like thousands of people hiking the same path. So I couldn't even go at my own pace. There's people in front of me and people behind me. You can't really stop or slow down and you can't go faster. You're just going at the same pace as everyone around you. And it was kind of a miserable experience. It wasn't this beautiful hike. It was like, I just hate being around that many people. Ugh. Yeah. And I dove headfirst into the pool, the deep end, because mm. it was a, like a sold out baseball game and then a Disney park where... You couldn't walk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the worst. And people don't have, like, spatial awareness. Oh, here's another thing. Not to to kind of go... Ugh, I'm already pissed. I get off the, the airplane in Orlando, and I'm walking towards the escalator. And what's going on? A group of fucking people decide to sit and talk at the very top of the elevator uh, escalator. They're not getting on it, but they're just, like, talking and, you know, like telling each other what they're going to do like how what like their plans and i i can't help myself i'm like is this a good spot to stand like i i can't help but say something i get so pissed <laughs> oh man i hate that i really hate that i even get you know, this reminds me of your phrase like pre-mad pre-angry oh i'll do that sometimes when i'm in this when i'm in this irritated mode sometimes in the grocery store or something but yeah i'll be walking around and it's like I, I don't know. People seem to be stupider than usual or something. And I'm, I'm walking behind a lady or something. And I'm like, I know she's about to stop right in front of me. I know she's, and she does. I'm like, yeah, the bitch. <laughs> and just, yeah, sometimes people seem to do that more often or something like that. And I just get so irritated sometimes. And I think it's because guys like you and I, we're uh, very aware of our surroundings and we want to make sure we don't inconvenience people. Yeah. And we, we don't get that same respect. We get upset. We do not. We don't get that same respect. People are just fucking idiots sometimes, huh? But we're not. We're, we're totally cool and smart. Oh, so smart. I mean, literally the smartest guys you know. Easily. All right. But we've gone for 17 minutes and we had a specific topic for mm -hmm. this episode. We wanted to self-reflect on our journey so far because Why? so much oh i hate that i said journey Why? i hate Just that i said journey. <laughs> because anytime i'm a big bachelor bachelorette fan no that's i, I already yeah. fucked up the lyrics but i hate that i said journey because going anywhere. keep going no for sure not took the midnight train going anywhere jake cut that out uh no, but the whole I hate the whole word journey because I watch The Bachelor Bachelorette yeah. a lot and they always use the word thank you for taking this journey with me. Oh, uh, journey, journey, journey. And it drives me nuts. So we're going to self-reflect on where we started, what we did in between, where we are now. Because a lot has changed since we started this. Yeah, well, we can just uh, start with a couple dates. Like right now it's... Uh what it's august 6th and we started this podcast uh when chris do you know i have no idea oh. but i can pull that up the first episode we ever released 
was March 30th. All right, so that's uh, April, May, June, July. That's uh, that's five months, uh, four and a half months. Yep, and you know what? To be fair, mm-hmm. we did record an episode prior to that that was never released and has been deleted from my hard drive. So uh, we did start this a week prior to the March 30th date. Yeah, so uh, it's been a... <laughs> oh, no, yep. wait. No, this was published okay. February 20th. A bit longer then. Yeah, because it says updated March 30th, published February 20th. So published February 20th. We've been doing this for quite some time, and it's been great. Yeah, do you want to start? What, what is your how, – how much has your life changed? What's, what's going on? What's different? Well, I mean, when we started this, uh, my wife and I were on the brink of, you know, splitting. And we went through a whole phase, you and I, where we're talking about just, like, dating, being single. And I remember – talking about how oh yeah i don't know if relationships are for me anymore here i am back with my wife married happily and it you also anti-relationship for the longest time oh yeah i was real hard on relationships yeah yeah like really hard and um now you are in an official relationship which i think is the biggest news for our listeners who have been following this since episode one kyle is in a relationship he's no longer anti-love Oh, yeah, I haven't said that on the podcast. I've only said it on Singly Negative, which is on Patreon for those interested. But those people get to hear about these things first. Yep, and in way more detail. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I got a, I got a girlfriend, guys, um, like two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago we made it official. I've been... Kyle has a fucking girlfriend. I got a girlfriend, yeah. We were dating for... I, I guess I met her about two months ago, actually. Is that right? Or is it just one month ago? No, I only met her one month ago. Is that, is that true? That's, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yikes. Well, hopefully she doesn't listen to this because, you know, anniversary is <laughs> a big thing. So, uh... Yeah, no, she's... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go from, like, anti-relationship Kyle to uh, celebrating, happy three months, babe. Love you. <laughs> That's funny, though. I should go back and listen to that podcast we did. Um, uh, that was the one that we got criticized on, or it was right before we got criticized because I remember that was part of it. It's like, Kyle's so anti-relationship or something like that, and I want to listen to what I said because maybe I got some advice for myself now. What what have I done? What have I done, Chris? I think you're uh, making a move in, a move in the right direction. You think so? You're uh, well. You're doing what you want, right? You're not doing something because you think it's the right thing to do. You've always thought, oh, relationships aren't for me. I'm not a relationship guy. They can never be successful. And you feel like, oh, okay. I want to be in a relationship right now, so you're doing it. You're not being held back by something you believed in prior. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it just felt natural. Just It just kind of followed the flow of what was happening. But I am really curious. What did I say before? i got to go back and listen. I'm really nervous to go back and listen to old episodes. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean I was an idiot before, or I'm, I'm an idiot now, or I'm just always an idiot? That's probably, I'm just probably always an idiot. Yeah, I think me and you are always idiots, but I'm... I mean, time will tell. Yeah. I think so far we're doing all right. Well, I guess we just kind of say what we feel in the moment, and then we're willing to be open to changing our minds. Uh, that, that's that been kind of a theme the whole time. It's not a bad thing, probably. Yes. No, it's a, it's a great point. You need to be willing and open to try new things. For me, it's not a new thing, obviously. But for you, it is a new thing. And um, I will say I'm very happy for you. Well, thank you, Chris. And I remember when you guys first met, you were telling me like how great she was and how things were just clicking. And I was worried, personally, that you were going to let your former thoughts about relationships kind of get in the way of it. And you were going to walk away from a really good thing. 
but you didn't. No, no, I didn't. So I'm happy. Yeah, and and you you definitely could have too, um, especially in the early days. You were you were really thinking about it. Yeah, but um, that goes back to our forgiveness mm-hmm. and growth episode. I forgived, we grew, and it's been great ever since. Um, you didn't have any forgiving to do, but you've definitely grown. I think. Well, I for- I forgive her for being a woman in general. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, I'm looking through our, our episode list right now, and, um, you know, we got called out uh, for, I think it was episode seven, where it, Bro Science, um, by a few people saying that we sounded like super douchey, including Did Handsome he? Jake. He said, um, you guys came off kind of douchey. Did I know this? I don't know if I knew this. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was when we were talking about like the Tinder dating and stuff. I think that was when Kevin came on. Oh well, he's probably talking about Kevin then. Kevin's a huge douche. No, oh. no, we were we were all being douchey. We came off super douchey. Why? Do you remember specifically why? I don't know, and I, I don't want to listen to it because I'll probably get the douche mm. chills. But it's good to look back at things you did previously, and you know get kind of cringy with it because as we've said before that's that's a sign of you like kind of growing into well this is kind of ironic or i don't know if it's ironic but um tika's been listening to all the podcasts and, and she, that's one of her favorites she, she said she listened to that one with kevin and she liked it so <laughs> i don't know she likes douchey kyle no i don't know maybe you weren't douchey maybe i was more douchey because it was me being like semi newly single and like trying to sound cool which is very possible well uh, if you're a douche i'm always a bigger douche so that's not a possible possibility but hey, hey whatever um but i mean there there's different levels of douchey and different like you can classify the yeah. douche levels differently i guess like maybe you were do <sighs> i was douchey and just like trying to sound cool you just have a strong opinion, which doesn't make you douchey. I'm just a natural douche. Is what you know what I mean? Yeah, you were trying to be a douche, but I'm just a douche Ge- genetically. No, I'm just genetically that's not what douche. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's no free will. Episode three, shout out. Yeah. Um, and you were meant to be a douche. But I mean, since then, I feel like the the first like actually, I will I'll say the f- you know what? No, because I was yeah. gonna say we really came into our own after we got that email like critiquing us. Maybe we got a little more serious, but we were still talking about good stuff prior to that. So I think... Yeah, that's a nice pat on the back. Yeah. Well, we've talked about a variety of issues, Chris. Maybe we could reflect on that, too. We've been pretty fucking awesome since day one. Well, I was just saying we, we've we've talked about a variety of issues over the podcast. Like Just off the top of my head, we have talked about dating relationships has been a big one. Mental health has probably been the biggest one. I mean, we started off talking about depression, being present in the moment giving and getting unsolicited advice, uh, liars, you know, making your own path. That was the one you weren't on. That kid still never hit me up to be on an episode of his either, by the way. So, <sighs> yeah, fuck that guy. Um, if you actually listen to the show, I don't mean it. But if you don't, then whatever. Uh, bro science was douchey going forward. Um, yeah, so I think we've talked about pretty important things this far. I think we've just gotten better at um, just podcasting in general. I think. And we've had guests, too. We've, I mean, Handsome Jake has made a couple appearances. We had, uh, we had Nick. We had that one, uh, what was the the one? I, I really liked that one that you did with um, the entrepreneur guy. I can't remember his name, though. The douche, right? Antonio. No, he's a good guy. He's a smart dude. <laughs> now we're just fucking around. 
Yeah. I think the only thing that threw me off was the, the whole, hey, yeah, if you ever need a guest, let me know. I was like, yeah, you know, I book out in advance, so I'll let you know. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so no. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's been good. And actually, speaking of guests, we have a guest for mm-hmm. the next episode. He is a local artist. I, you know, I'm not going to plug it just yet because I haven't really got con- confirmation from him. Um, he said, cool, if we can do it on a Friday, perfect. So sure. if next yeah. Friday works for you, Kyle, this is probably where we you know, um, figure it out. Yeah, so we will have a guest as long as everything works out. He's a local artist, uh, former roommate of mine from when I was living with my parents. So it'll be a very fun episode. He's a good dude. Um, but yeah, what do you have to say about us as podcasters, us as people, since we have started this journey? Well, I'll go with uh, podcast first, because um, I just thought of... Yes. I just thought of, like, uh, I, I never really expected this to go this long and to be this involved in it. Um, I've told you several times I've been involved with uh, four podcasts, I think, and they usually just kind of fizzle out. There's like a lack of interest or something, and then you, you stop. But this one's been—I mean, we've been super consistent since the beginning. This is 24 episodes is, is not a ton, but it's not bad, man. And I think we surpassed a thousand downloads, which was really big. And we also got—I mean, it, it started out as a complete joke, but we actually have a Patreon now and subscribers. That's that's crazy to me. I never thought that. I never had anything like that in a previous podcast. So it's a couple really cool milestones. And as people, what do you think? Well, I think we've gotten a lot worse. I think since we've started, I've become a better person as far as just more open to things that I was more closed off about. Not even closed off about, but like I would look at certain things and think like, see, I'm not, I'm not saying this the right way. So I, I, I'm more open to having communication like we do every week, right? So I'll talk to other people and I'm like more open to you know, getting down to like the deeper meaning of why someone's feeling a certain way or why someone's thinking that way. And I I feel like I've become a more understanding person since we've done this. That's awesome. Do you have any specific examples? Um, I mean, even just me and my wife talking and having like more open communication, our relationship has been so much better since we got back together. And it's honestly been like unreal. So... It's definitely helped me in that aspect. And you started therapy, too. Yeah, and um, that's helped me a decent amount as well. Um, I have my next appointment Wednesday, so we'll have more content for the Friday show. Um, but no, that's that's been really good, too. One thing we did talk about in therapy to kind of trail off a bit here. So the reason I had never been on a roller coaster was because I hate the feeling of not having control. Same reason why I hate flying. So we talked about all the stuff before I left, which is why I was just like, just get on the roller coaster. We can do it. No reason why not. Why not? It's a three minute ride, whatever. So I was able to get on. No anxiety about that. I will say on the plane, I still had pretty bad anxiety, Mm. especially on the plane home because the the flight was a little shaky, little shaky. And um, I kept in my mind, I was like, don't freak out. Don't freak out. It's a little shaky right now. We're probably just going through clouds or something. 
do not freak out. And I knew Michelle was a little nervous, so I didn't want her to know that I was nervous. So I played it cool. I acted like I knew why it was shaky. I was like, yeah, we're going through clouds right now. No reason for it. But in my mind, I was freaking the fuck out, if I'm being honest yeah. with you. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like it, man. Because it's just like hitting like a bump in the road in your car, but it just everything is heightened when you're in the air, and the consequences are so much higher. You, obviously, do you have a problem with flying? Like, you go to Bali, you've come back, like... That's a long trip. I kind of like turbulence. Um, I don't like flying in general for the same reason I kind of explained the crowds. I don't like feeling like I'm not in control. I don't like being like, this is what you're doing now, and you don't have any control of that. I don't like that part. But turbulence, I've always kind of... I, I love roller coasters, and turbulence kind of reminds me of a roller coaster, actually. Well, I'm a- But the consequences... If something goes wrong. So there's two things that affect me that way. One, they're kind of contradictory, but I'm a statistics guy with all that type of stuff. And I always think, well, roller coasters and flying, almost nobody ever dies. So I'm not going to. And then that that affects the second one. I just don't think anything bad is going to happen to me when I'm flying, even though it definitely could. But I just... I just kind of have this weird trust that it's not going to, so I'm really not never thinking about that. And I've only been, I've been in like pretty severe turbulence once, and I had that thought like, oh shit, could this really go bad? But even then, I wasn't really too worried about it. So I, yeah, I just don't have that fear of something bad happening. I just don't think it will. I mean, I get that initial fear where I'm like, oh, this could go really bad, and then I think like, okay, so people fly all the time like think of all these sports teams that fly to the different stadiums all the people that fly for work no one else on the plane looks like they're freaking out right now it's just me so this is normal i need to realize the plane's not going to go down unless something absolutely catastrophic happens it's not likely so simmer the fuck down but i can't help it when the plane's shaking back and forth i I don't know i i try to talk myself out of being anxious but it it gets me every time well i think you're definitely wrong that you're the only one freaking out because there's a lot of people freaking out that you just can't tell and they probably can't tell you're freaking out either but a lot yeah a a very high number of people flying also feel the same way i just i just don't and i try to tell myself before i get on planes like no one looks nervous here no one's nervous. Why should I be nervous? So you just ruined that for me. So next time I get on a plane, yeah, I'm going to be thinking, wow, everyone's freaking out and they're just hiding it really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when, uh, when I went to Komodo with Jenny um, well, a month or two ago, she was freaking out. And I, I can't tell at all because she's got like a great poker face when she's feeling anxiety or whatever. And I remember we, you know, we we did the flight, and then she just said to me, she's like, "Could you tell that I was freaking out?" And I was like, "No." She she said she yeah she had a horrible anxiety with flying. It's just one of those things. I think everyone has can relate with the whole not having any control of the situation. You can't get off even if you want to. There's nothing you can do. You're there. So I right. I think that's something everyone can relate to. I know like. It was funny because Michelle was a little nervous, like, wow, the flight's really shaky, huh? And then I was like, yeah, it's just because we're going through the clouds. And then we landed, and, like, the second we landed, I looked at her and I said, now that we landed, I was low-key freaking out that whole fucking time we were shaking. (laughs) I just didn't want you to freak out more. Yeah, same as Jenny, yeah. So, yeah, you're definitely not alone there. Yeah, so now not only is it in places where i don't have any control now it's in huge social gatherings thanks to covid 
yeah, but overall, you're doing you're doing better, and um, I I certainly am too because, well, when we started, I was in the USA. I was not I was not working. I didn't have any romantic prospects. I was basically a loser living in my, my mom's basement at 32 years old. And uh, now I'm I'm doing a lot better. I got, I got some work. I got a I got a I got a chick. I'm I'm doing well. So. So I think the the next logical question is is where do we want to go, Chris? Where do you see yourself in five podcasts? Don't because we've talked about how much we hate that fucking question. So let's not let's not do that. I see us. We have, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We've talked about how much we hate. Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, I don't know because everything changes so often and a lot of things are out of our control. Stupid question. Next. But uh, but yeah, it's it's okay. uh, see forgiveness and growth episode thirteen. <laughs> no, the, the reason we hate that question is because it's too concrete. It's like I don't have a clear idea of what I want in the future, but you do have some general directions that you hope you keep going in, or you wanna you wanna correct the course a little bit. So so it, it's it's a uh, it's more useful in a, in a general way. Like, do you, do you think we're going in the correct direction? What yeah? What what is a goal? I, I guess a, a goal is a better better way to frame that. Yeah, I think. Um... I like what we're doing. I want to um, maybe have some more guests on and just attract some new people. We need to start, you know, being a little more. Um, oh, come on. You got to let those fly. I almost made up a new word there again. I stopped oh, myself. Oh, I wish you did. Vigilant? I almost said, I almost said vigilant. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be more vigilant. <laughs> vigilant with our social media. And, you know, maybe do some contests, get people to share our stuff, because that's the only way people are going to hear about this. If we um, get people sharing, get people involved, and start, like, our own little, like, community here, you know? I want to start a community where people feel comfortable talking about their feelings, reaching out, talking through things, uh, and not bottling it all up. Because I feel like a lot of people bottle everything up, and then they have a heart attack at 60. You're right. So get it out. There's no shame in talking about things. And that was the main reason why I think we started this podcast in the first place, honestly. Whether we knew it or not, or whether we went in with that goal, like normalize talking about stuff that's bothering you. I think you're right. Yeah. From the very beginning, we were talking about kind of having a hard time. We both weren't feeling too great in those first few conversations. And we felt that other people might be feeling the same thing and we felt like there was some value in us sharing it and uh, I think we were right yeah for sure I mean we got a lot of we've gotten a lot of positive feedback and um, we'd love to hear it because honestly like we said that's the main reason why we started doing this right so people can have these more open conversations have these deep conversations and like I said earlier it's helped me have these more deep conversations with my intimate relationships so it's it's been very beneficial for me even if you know this goes nowhere right and we stay at the same amount of viewers downloads and we don't grow it's still helped me tremendously in my own personal life me too man yeah there's a lot of value in just having a conversation like this on a weekly basis i I get that too absolutely I, i look forward to it every week and sometimes when we we plan to do it tuesday and then it happens on thursday or friday i'm like oh man i really wanted to do it today and yeah, I just I just really like it, and um, one of the reasons I like it is we've touched on this before, especially on singly negative. But I think every day I have all these thoughts swirling around in my mind, and there's only a couple ways that you can kind of do anything productive with them. And if you don't do anything productive with them, they just keep swirling and they get more convoluted and more confusing. 
But if you're able to get them out, you can you can use meditation or you can write them down. But but talking about them is a is a really great way to get them out. And then you kind of have space for new thoughts because you've gotten those thoughts out and and now they're they're gone in a way. And uh, yeah, this is this has really helped me in that way. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we're both loyal listeners to our singly negative episodes. I listen to yours every time. You yep. put them out. You listen to mine. I look forward to them. And I find it interesting when I hear you talking through something and having these self-realizations. Yeah, it's really cool. And uh, I, I would encourage other people to do it. You don't even have to release it if you don't want to. But uh, just, uh, yeah, if, even if you don't have anyone to talk to, you could just talk into a microphone and hitting that record button. There's a lot of value in hitting that record button, too, because even just doing singly negative when we record our own podcasts just solo um sometimes i'll be sitting at the computer without hitting the record button kind of like trying to prepare but before i hit that record button i haven't actually started the process and the thoughts are still swirling so sometimes i'm able to make progress and think okay this is what i want to talk about but it's still not doing it it's only when i hit that record button that i start getting it out that the process really happens so it's like journaling yeah it's it's like putting pen to paper or starting typing just starting to talk is, 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 is getting it started. I think I'm kind of repeating myself now. Yeah, and that makes so much sense. I've never thought about it in this way, but especially for us with the singly negative episodes, we don't edit those, and Jake's not editing those, so we know when we start talking, we have to like work through these thoughts. And there's kind of a pressure where, mm-hmm. okay, I'm 15 minutes in. I'm not going to edit this. I'm putting it out immediately. I have to work through this. So you kind of have to you know, talk yourself out of that mental pretzel if you are in one. And then you come to those self-realizations. And it's been awesome. Even though my last singly negative episodes, I feel like I've been kind of bleh. I mean, the last time I recorded one, I felt like I was pretty depressed. And I didn't realize it until I listened back to that episode. Well, that's awesome right there, too. I, I, I love what you just said there. Because I think on a daily basis, there's so much truth in our thoughts. Because a lot of people don't even know how they're actually feeling. And I wrote about this and I talked about this before, but someone asks you how you're doing and you just say, good, but you're not even really being honest with yourself and you're not really getting to the heart of what you're feeling. And especially today with with social media, there's so many quotes. And I think people just let society and other people tell them what they're feeling or what they should be feeling. But if you're not um, reflecting like like we're doing on this podcast or talking about it, you, you, you might not even really know what you're thinking and feeling. And, and like you just said, and you're singly negative, you figured out what you were feeling by, by talking about it. So that, that's awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, like we talked about on the very first episode with like depression where you're like, oh, I feel like um, I have low energy or I have these symptoms, but it could be attributed to this. But mm-hmm. like when you're actually talking through the stuff and realizing, oh, okay, maybe that does hold some weight and maybe I am feeling pretty awful right now. Yeah, because that, that's a good example. So depression, right? So probably if, if you're not self, if you're not reflecting or, or you're not working through your own issues, then you either are completely ignorant, maybe you've done no research at all, and then you're really confused, or you have done some research or something, and then you're just... The way our minds work is we make associations. So you think, okay, I'm depressed. And then you think about what you've read. And then you just attribute that to yourself right now. But maybe that's not exactly what you're feeling. Maybe you, maybe there's other more complicated feelings that you have to actually go into. And uh, I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and Nick made a really good point about that as far as like um, not being able to like diagnose somebody right away. They have to kind of evaluate you, see where you are in your life 
certain circumstances and seeing mm-hmm. if what you're feeling is circumstantial. Knowing whether you're suffering from depression on a regular basis or you're just sad because of what's going on in your life now. So that was um, super helpful. And we're definitely going to have Nick on again in the future. Nick, I know you're a loyal listener to the program. Open invitation. Yeah, I like that guy. He's not so much of a douche. He's a good dude. Where do you think we go from here? What is your goal with this podcast? Well, just from a personal uh, desire to keep doing it, and also uh, as far as success goes, I I think consistency is number one. So no matter what else we do, whether we get guests or advertise or whatever, I think it all comes second to consistency. So we just got to keep doing these. That's... As long as we just keep doing that, that's a success in my mind. And we've done a really good job of getting these episodes out every week. Because the main thing, which you said earlier, like, you enjoy doing these. I look forward to doing them as well. So it's not a chore for us to sit down and talk for an hour. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to record yep. tonight. And we both make it a priority, too. We're, we're talking about it throughout the week in our group chat. And if something comes up, like like you had your trip, we said, okay, we're going to do it this day. So we are we are on top of consistency. I had my trip, and I still did it. It's, it's a priority for us, and that's great. Um, and then the, the second thing is something you've already yeah. touched on, but we gotta, we got to work on engagement. And I think I'm a little bit stumped on that, and I think maybe you are too. But, uh, yeah, we we gotta, we got to figure out a way to get more engagement. Because we have some, but more would definitely help. I think the problem mm-hmm. is we're old, right? So we're in our 30s. We are kind of experienced with social media, but not to the level where most teens and 20 somethings are and that's the problem mm. i think we need to hire an intern not paid unpaid intern like a 14 year old girl would be perfect we have we have to exploit labor <laughs> <laughs> i think that's true maybe a little older yeah because you know we want a sense of maturity right we we carry ourselves with some class right we're talking about mental health here so we need we got to get on fucking tiktok don't we we need to hire an intern it's not paid and yeah i need you to start doing some dances can we talk about tiktok for a minute because i hoof you see some of like the people on there and you got these guys doing these super feminine dances, which there's nothing wrong with, but it's just... Oh, gosh, should we cut this out? No, keep it. Keep going. Do, but do you know what I mean? Like, you look ridiculous. I certainly do. Yeah. Some of the things I see on there, it's just... What are you doing? It's just miserably vapid what? and low value, low content stuff. I, I can't relate to it. The fake smiles, these people constantly just yeah. licking their lips because they think it makes them look sexy. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. I don't know, Chris. We're too old. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like that old guy, that's not music, but it's like, whoa. I, oh, God. It, it upsets me. It upsets me a lot. And a, what gets me is some of the the comedy stuff too. Like, there's all these couples doing these little skits, and they they pretend that they're real, and they fool a lot of people because sometimes Jenny, especially, she'll send them to me, and I tell her every time I'm like, "Don't send me TikTok shit. I hate it. It's never funny. 
I don't know what they're doing. I, I can't even think of a good example, but it's just like a guy and a girl and they're pretending to have an argument, but it's like clearly fake. It just sucks. Yeah, see, the thing about it is those re- those interactions that they're filming, if they were genuine, I would find them hilarious, but they're not. And I know it, and it's very obvious that they're not. So it bothers the hell out of me. I don't know. I think we're just like a couple old men shaking our fists right now. I don't, I don't know what to say except that it doesn't agree with me. And I'll, I'll continue to shake my fucking fist because it's stupid. Okay? Yeah, it's it. clearly shake staged. It. It's not funny. I'm literally shaking my fist right now in my room. I, I swear to you, I have a closed fist, and I'm shaking it at the mic. Since you said old men shaking fists, I've had a closed fist shaking it at the mic. I see it. You'll be able to see it on our TikTok, doubly negative TikTok. Uh, follow us. Uh, <laughs> Should yeah. we make up, like, our own doubly negative TikTok dance and have people do it? Yeah, or we can have, like, a clip where we go back and forth, talk about our dicks, and uh, it'll... I don't know. I think we... we Ah, what can we do? We gotta get you on TikTok in Bali, cause you can fucking pander with the best of them. What of you? Oh my god, I was depressed until I saw this. Oh, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I need you dancing in front of a fucking palm tree, drinking out of a coconut novelty drink. I don't want to do that. You're gonna have to. Do you want to make it to the big time, honey? Yeah, I do. You gotta dance. Okay, Chris, I'll start my TikTok account today. Totally negative TikTok, you're in charge. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, no. It's a great excuse to go okay, find 14-year-old and, um, girls, though. I am i shouldn't keep saying that. But. <laughs> I, uh, that's my only yeah. response to that. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, maybe we should get on TikTok. And we'll start doing dances and cutting some videos together with I don't know. That's what, that's what you gotta do. You gotta go viral. We gotta find a way to go viral. Uh, I hate that phrase too. Go viral. Yeah, we gotta go COVID nineteen on the internet. Just super spread. Is, is that even possible anymore? I don't think it's even possible to, like the way things went viral when we were in high school. It was it was real. Like a, like a like a funny video or something would come out, and everyone saw it. That's that's what viral yes. meant. That doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. Viral has a different meaning now. Yeah. Viral just means a like a, an absurd amount of views in a day, but I feel like there is so much content out there on the internet right now. There are like millions of videos that go viral a day rather than that one that it's like, "Oh my god, did you see this?" Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh I think it's kind of a meaningless term now. I don't think it even really exists. Especially, uh, I, I heard Bo Burnham talking about this in, in one of his podcasts with, like, um, I don't remember, maybe Pete Holmes. But they, they were saying the same thing, and, and one of the grossest things now is, like, uh, like a big company, like one of the, the, the Tonight Shows, like, let's say the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, they have people on their staff, their whole job is to create viral videos, but they already have a huge audience, and they're... Like, you don't try to create a viral video. That's not how it used to work. Like, the real viral videos, they were just... You, you didn't know they were going to go viral. They just did. But but now it's so forced, and I don't know. It's just, it's just gross these days. I'm just being an old man shaking my fist again. Yeah, but if we're going to make it to the big time, Kyle, like we're talking about future goals here, we got to get gross. All right. Let's get gross. That uh, I was going to say that could be the title of this pod, but... Um, no, because we self-reflect for a while. So let's not make it. Let's get gross. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jake. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess we're being a little bit more serious this one, huh? Yeah. 
But yeah, we're going to get gross. We're going to get on TikTok. Um, I'm going to consult my wife who's younger and is on TikTok. Not doing videos very much. Does she, she does that stuff? Not really. She doesn't hasn't in a while. But we do have a video on TikTok that has over a million views, her and I. You're joking? No. No, we have a video with over a million views. What is it? Uh, it was uh, one of the challenges that had went viral on TikTok. We have a fruit roll-up. It's rolled down all the way, and you see who can eat it faster. And I guess ours was funny. And this got a million views. Yeah. I don't understand life. It was pretty funny. What happened in what happened in your video that made it funny? Um, I was really bad at it, one. Two, she got the one that was actually like three feet long. Uh, three, she was standing on a chair so it wouldn't hit the floor. And four, my cute dog came into the video. Mm. All right, well, that's what we got to do. We got to get a bunch of fruit roll-ups then, I think is the answer. Yeah. Yep. So we should... Str- oh, that's our first TikTok. I don't, is that, oh, see, this is why we're not good at this. Because I was about to say we need to get fruit by the foot. We need to do a FaceTime and we need to see who can eat it faster. But that trend probably isn't even... A thing anymore? Absolutely not. Yeah, we have to get we have to get on top. We have to. Yeah. We're behind the trend. We need. So, so what's the new thing? Is it? Um, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I don't fucking know. I got. I, I guess we got to do some research. I'm just. I don't know. All right, but we're going for almost an hour here. I think we can wrap things up. This was an episode of self reflection, and. Um, I was going to say we, we trailed off it a bit, but we kind of reflected on us being old and um, needing to get on TikTok. So um, may have a guest next week. Need to confirm. But local artist, great at what he does. You know who you are. Um, Kyle, any closing words from you? I'm proud of you, Chris. Um, yeah, when we first started, you were really down in the dumps. And oh, thank uh, you. I, I can see you're doing a lot better now. And yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you. This, is, this has been great. I'm, I'm happy to be here with you. You know what, Kyle? I am happy to be here with you, and I am proud of you as well. You're growing. you got a good, stable relationship. It's something new for you, something that you didn't think you wanted, but you're giving a shot because it felt right for you. And you're running with it, and you didn't block it out. So, Yeah. And I'm proud of your dick, too. Um, oh, see, I just sounds... thought in my head we got to do <laughs> weekly dick check-ins, and then you say I'm proud of your dick. So, Kyle, before we sign off, yeah. how's your dick? It's uh, it's perfectly okay, Chris. Um, yeah, I wasn't supposed to be using it this week. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, Tika, <gasps> do you want to be on? Tika, come on, Tika, Tika, Tika. Up to you. You can explain. You can explain our situation if you want to. If you don't want to, that's okay. Tika, come on. Tika, please. It's not okay. My wife came on. Tika's got to come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're going to be talking to Tika in a second. Okay, I'm giving, her the, I'm giving her the headphones. Okay, good, good, good. Tika? Yeah, I hear you. How are you? Good, how are you? My name is Chris. It's a pleasure to finally talk to you. Yeah, my name is Tika, too. <laughs> nice to meet you. Not meet you. <laughs> talk to you. All right. Okay. <laughs> what do you want? So, f- first thing I'm going to... S- First thing I'm going to say is you have a fantastic yeah, guy by yeah. your side. Yeah, I believe that. Fantastic. All right. Mm-hmm. My next question here. How is Kyle's dick and why hasn't he, why wasn't he supposed to use it this week? 
Oh my god, I love this segment. <laughs> It's because when you guys talk about that, um, the dick just pop in my mind. <laughs> so, what what do you wanna know? <laughs> oh, you wanna know about the stick? <laughs> This is too good. Oh, mm, it's been interesting. I have finally reached my goal of uh, having slumber with a horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, horsey. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So satisfied, oh, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear the slumber parties are going well. Mm-hmm. Without dick pills, slumber parties so are going well. He's done uh. what he has to do, and it's without the dick pills, which is impressive. <laughs> you have a good answer from me. You already have a good answer for me. Huh? <laughs> All right. Thank you. I get back to you. <laughs> yes, that was a fantastic answer from you. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, yeah, you heard it from the the source. <laughs> I'm glad to hear about you, Dick. I know I'm glad it's doing well. So I'm not going to bring Michelle in for my my dick check-ins this week, mm-hmm. but um, doing well. Didn't take the dick pills all vacation, and um, I'll just say he was working overtime this week. Overtime. Yep. Uh, you know, vacation. You know, it's that's what you do. Vacation. We had a well, hot. That, that's that's great to hear. No, because it, that can go one way or the other. In my experience, and, and talking to other people, some sometimes on vacation you're so tired and there's a lot going on, so you, you don't find time to exercise the dick. But I'm I'm glad you did. Yeah. No. We we made sure we found time. We had a hot tub in the room, so it was very easy. It was surrounded by mirrors. Great. Loved it. Wow. Okay. Well. Um, I wanna I wanna balance out the the feedback you got and, and just be a little bit more real because this this podcast is about being real and honest, right? Yes, yes, yes. So actually, we had a, a medical situation. Um, we, uh, we 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 both got got tested, and there's a there's a presence of, of high blood cells, high white blood cells, and that could be a bacterial infection, but it could be a number of other things. And uh, the doctor told us that we're not supposed to have sex for a week. So uh, last night, we we kind of said, well, maybe we shouldn't sleep together for a week because that's going to be difficult and uh, we were absolutely correct and uh, last night we, we did not follow the doctor's orders so um, yeah okay well you should listen to your doctor that's uh, that's one thing I'll say about that you should probably listen to your doctor is there a follow up appointment to find out no it's the worst I don't really want to though what do they, what do they know what, 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 does the, what does the doctor really know It's just some fucking guy that was in school for a little longer than us. What does he know? Yeah, I don't think he knows anything, man. Like, white blood cells, that sounds good to me. You have more of those. Yeah, so maybe maybe you do you. I, I Maybe listen to the doctor. I don't, don't listen to me. I was going to say you do you, but maybe, maybe listen to the doctor. I don't know. Yeah, give us an update next week. Make sure everything's okay. Yeah, the follow-up appointment will be in uh, be in a few days, so hopefully I have that update on the next podcast. I can really tell you about my dick. Maybe maybe, maybe my dick is sick. I don't know. I hope your dick is not sick. I really hope it's not. Um, send me a picture <laughs> so I can examine it myself. I have a doctor friend I can forward it to. 
Um, but but like a like a good MMA fighter, Chris, my dick does not let injuries or or, or ailments get in the way, and and he, he soldiers on through. So I'm just gonna be a little self congratulatory there. Um, yeah. Yeah, you got to fight through, and you did. Um, we thought you were down for the count, thought you were going to miss the fight, picked up an injury in camp. The doctor told me to miss the fight. But, you know, <clears throat> you, you take... The, 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 the ring... And you, and you said, fuck you, doc. Yeah, the ringside doctor said, don't go in there. It's, it's, not, it's not good for you. Uh, you might, you might, you know, this might be the end, but... I said, fuck you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win this fight. And you did. You came out dickhead <laughs> high. I mean, handheld high. We'll just, we'll just see if there's any CTE in my future, or, or DTE. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the acronym would be, but... I hope I don't get any DTE, DTE later in life. Wait, so wait, what for the people who don't know, what is CTE uh, an acronym for? I'm going to Google it real quick. I think it's cognitive, maybe. Uh, chronic trauma encephalopathy. Uh, it's a progressive brain condition. So you have dick trauma encephalopathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got DTE. I, I hope you don't have DTE. I hope uh, ju- it's just, just like, like a concussion just... you can move through, and it doesn't just lead like a, to DTE like a, like a in the future. Fighter, the more blows you take to the head, the higher chance of your CTE. If if you're in the game for a long time, you might get DTE, and that's that's a chance I'm willing to take. <laughs> I mean, you think that now as a spry 32 year old, but you know when you're 40, 50, the the effects yeah. of DTE are really going to affect you going forward. <laughs> <laughs> it's tragic. It, it, it's tra- it seemed what happened to yeah, some I mean, later in life. It is tragic. Aaron Hernandez, Junior Seau, <laughs> the list goes on. Yeah, their dicks just aren't what they used to be. Well, they're know. both dead. Oh, oh, well. Rest in peace. Yeah. I wonder if Johnny Sin says DTE. He must. He must. That thing must be held together with a piece of string. I don't know. Yeah. So I know we've been hinting at it for a while, but Johnny Sins is the guest on the next podcast. Tune in. I would certainly consider him an artist. Uh, that's not true. It's not John. It's... <laughs> yeah, he's in the <laughs> I would, I would certainly consider him an artist. All right, it's not Johnny Sins. But thank you for tuning into episode twenty-four, <laughs> an episode about DTE, self-reflection, and growing. Yeah, good. So yeah, thank you. Um, bye bye. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. This is life being bound to love.